We haven't finished with the bomb that went off in the conservative party. I'm Arlene Vaughn for Alex Pearson. I'd like to welcome another guest as we delve into what Andrew Scheer should do and the meaning of all this and what it means for the Canadian electorate. Dennis Matthews is joining me. He is a conservative campaign strategist, vice president, marketing and communications for Enterprise Canada. Dennis Matthews, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Arlene. All right, now, we talked to Michelle Rempel, Dennis, from the yeah. convention, could hear hear the emotion there. What are you feeling and what are you seeing? Sure. You know, you know it's, uh, uh, there's a lot of people here. I mean, I think it's the largest convention that conservatives have had, I'm not sure, ever, but it, it's certainly in, in an opposition period. So there's a lot of people here. And I think for the, the Michelle Rempels and other caucus members, you know, there's a, there's a certain rawness to this because, you know, Maxine was a, was a colleague of theirs and, and they, they've sort of gone through all this. But I, I would say as a, as a civilian sort of walking the, the halls there, there's, there's a bit of a sense of relief that this has come to a conclusion. You know, I think people were yes. people were very nervous coming into this. Well, is there going to be some big fight? Is is a convention going to be overshadowed by a, essentially a boxing match between you know Andrew Scheer and, and Maxim Bernier? And and instead, you know, he sort of you know self evicted in, in advance. And uh, I, I would say it's more of a, a, a relief and and almost there's there's you know dare I say a little bit of anger from people over mm-hmm. sort of how he conducted himself at, at the end. I mean, I think there, more people than you would imagine are sympathetic with his viewpoints. On, on policy, mm-hmm. which is one aspect, but how he conducted himself is almost unanimous. People are, are sort of happy he's gone and, and, and a little angry at, at how he's conducted himself. You know, but this is a campaign, and I know you wrote a piece in McLean's before this happened, but it's a yeah. campaign, as you say, that the Tories are talking with some credibility with very close polls that they can win. What yeah. does Andrew Shear have to do now? We all had a lot of advice for him yeah. before yeah. this happened, and there were people who said, you know, he's not got a big enough personality, and Justin Trudeau yeah. is so charismatic. Does yeah. that matter? What can he take from what just happen and take a negative and turn it into a positive. You know, I, I think we'll, we'll see what happens in the in the fall of 2019. But you know, win or lose, I I, I just really don't think people are going to look back on on Maxime Bernier and say he was sort of a definitive uh, factor in this. But you know, to answer your question, what can he do? And I, I wrote a piece for McLean's on on this, and I, you know, I think part of his path forward, and it's not the only path, but part of it is is broadening his appeal a little bit with the with the conservative team and, and understanding that you know he's up against in in justin trudeau kind of a one-name celebrity leader who is you know everybody knows justin trudeau has an opinion on him but for for andrew Scheer, it's, it's how do you find a way to to reach people in a shorter time as possible i think for him it's, it's deploying the team a little bit and deploying his policies and his ideas and you know if it's a popularity contest if you know if this is a, some sort of high school who do you pick or a reality mm-hmm. tv show contest you know he's he's not going to win that but uh, what I do think he can win is who who has a better team, who has a better approach, and you know that's that's winning area for them. And, and you're certainly seeing that on on display here. When you mentioned Michelle Rempel being on mm-hmm. uh, before me here, you know, there's a Netflix crew following her around at the convention here. Really? You know, she you know she is a star in her own right now, and I'm not sure what they're mm-hmm. producing or what they're doing, but mm-hmm. you know this is not a you know, this is a, a a team of people. It's not just just sort of a cult following on the leader only. 
You know, Dennis, too, just getting back to Justin Trudeau and the Raz and Mataz, when he became very popular right after he got elected, many said, I know I sound like the president of the United States, but many said that can turn (laughs) that can turn against you. And it kind of has after India. A a lot of those things that he wore as a feature now are a little bit of a bug. Is is that the feeling at the convention as they talk about the chance to win. Yeah, there, there was a, a guest speaker here, uh, Daniel Hanan. He's a, a member of the, I guess, an MEP, a member of the European Parliament. And, and he gave a bit of a, a barn, what do they call it, a barn stormer, or a barn bust, or whatever the phrase is. He gave a, like a great kind of a, a rallying speech here. And, you know, he sort of told some jokes about, you know, what kind of costume he's going to wear. And at one point he put on a, a ball cap with a, with a Canadian uh, <laughs> maple leaf on it, on his hat. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it sort of harkened back to that point you're making on, on Trudeau on the international stage being, you know, a little bit, you know, he's, he's made some missteps. And, and it's not just on the international stage with India. It was the people kind or, you know, some of the stuff that happened over the summer with, you know, accusations against him or, or going back to other, other things he's done in the House of Commons. And it's almost like a little bit of shine has come off. But, um you know, I, I like I'm a conservative. I, I want conservatives to win, but I, I think I'm objective enough to realize that you know Trudeau is a he's a big celebrity, and mm-hmm. I, I don't think I don't think we should overstate how much the public's turned on him. You know, he's still a very popular, uh, he's still a very yes. popular individual. He is. And what do you think he's thinking tonight as he watches yeah. this? You know, I, I I've been on the other side of this. I'm sure liberals yeah. tonight are, are happy and they're they're looking at the Conservative uh-huh. Party and and having visions of of the 1990s and early 2000s all over again when the Conservative vote is divided. But um, where, where I struggle seeing that is uh, you take a look at Maxim Bernier. I mean, he promised to write a book, he promised to launch a think tank, and now he's promising to start some sort of new party. This guy doesn't necessarily have the, the dare I say the work ethic to match up to some of these uh, these promises. So I. I don't imagine this scenario here in 2019 where the Maxime Bernier party is really drawing votes away. But uh, like if you're there, no matter how conservative you are and how great you are at spinning, you know, there's no scenario where you look at today and say, well, this is actually great news. I think you can say there's a sigh of relief that he's gone, but it's not it's not a great day either. You know, Maxine had a lot of support, certainly online, social media. That's where he was really landing the first warm-up bombs. Is that still a problem within the party? There were some that were critical who said, yeah. Andrew Shear, he should be tougher. He should be more like Doug Ford, maybe more like Donald Trump. We know Doug Ford actually yeah. formed a very big coalition, did not write anything like that about diversity. How are yeah. you seeing that, Dennis? Is it still there? Well, I, I think what, what Doug Ford and, and Donald Trump, and there's a lot of other politicians around the world who have, have something in common, and it's actually this, this authenticity. They are who they are. They don't pretend to be something different. And, you know, I think where I'd caution somebody like Andrew Scheer is, is don't look for somebody else and try to emulate them. You know, be yourself. And I think one of his biggest strengths is that he was Speaker of the House of Commons. He's somebody who actually tolerates different viewpoints and, and sort of is one of those people who can show leadership by having a, a great team around him. And, and sometimes as people have different viewpoints. And in, in the case of Maxime Bernier, you can, you can take it so far, then you go too far, which is, which is what he did. But, you know, I, I'd, I'd be careful in making too many comparisons to other, other leaders. And, and to the extent I would, I, I would compare to, to Doug Ford here in Ontario and say, this is somebody who won an, an election on affordability issues and, and cost of living and, and taxes being too high and the carbon tax and the and issues. Really, 
really yeah. zeroing in on that. And, and I do worry that with the Maxim Bernier stuff, we spent a lot of time talking about immigration and multiculturalism, other things. And that, and that and now is that's an gone. Important distraction. It, it is gone. Dennis Matthews, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. All right, enjoy the convention. As we leave the convention, it is Dennis Matthews we were speaking with, a conservative campaign strategist. He's vice president marketing and communications for Enterprise Canada.